Hi everyone, this is GoGoDM, and welcome to our Perilous Pursuits short D&D adventure called Secrets of the Blind Palace. If you like this adventure, please support its writer, Tal Avizir, by purchasing it on the DM's Guild website. In this adventure, the wealthy Von Crofts hire a party of adventurers to find the body of their dead son in a haunted pleasure palace and to bring him back to life. To aid in their quests, the resurrectionists are provided with a guide, the only survivor of the previous expedition, a bard who has been unable to speak a word or sing a note since she escaped from the blind palace. One interesting thing about this adventure is that I ran it twice with two separate groups of people. We will name the groups Team Noobs and Team Deadbeats. Each group has no idea how the other group did. If you think one group did better, let them know in the YouTube's comment section. And while you're there, please consider giving it a like and subscribing to our channel to motivate our characters to do more crazy things and talk in terrible accents. So now, I'd like you to close your eyes and stretch your mind as you join us on tonight's episode of Perilous Pursuits. And travelers now within that valley, through the red-lit window sea, vast forms that move fantastically to a discordant melody, while like a ghastly rapid river through the pale door, a hideous throng rush out forever and laugh but smile no more. Edgar Allan Poe, The Haunted Palace. So I think the best the best way to kind of get into this yeah. is really just to jump in and I'll tell you how all the you know how yeah, all this sure. works in D&D. &D. Sounds and, good. And what you guys can do is you can walk up to the door of the barge right in. Okay. And uh click on that door to open the door. Do you see a door icon? Yeah. Click on it. I think you have to be right next to it. There you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. Now we have a bunch of patrons. Hey, that's familiar. <laughs> I thought you might that. Uh, we have a bunch of other patrons uh, milling about and um, quite a few uh, different uh, odd characters. Um, <laughs> where's, uh, where's Hart? I see Troy's little oh, dot, but I don't see Hart anywhere. <laughs> There he is. Oh, he's coming. He's talking to himself. <laughs> All right. So you guys walk in. You see uh, everyone kind of turns to see you guys walk in. Then they go back to their drinks. Uh, there's lots of uh, ale being drank and mead being eaten. Um, to your left there, you see a couple. It looks like a bugbear and a dwarf wrestling uh, in this kind of a ring pit. Oh, yeah. uh, beyond them looks like a strange looking metallic man. Looks like a robot almost. Can or I click it... on these icons, these coins? Uh, so these are other characters in the bar. So, but will it give me information if I click on them? Or uh, no, you would me... have to. I have that information, but you would have to walk up to them and then okay. ask, a, introduce yourself, and, uh, and then I would explain. They would either talk to you or ignore you or shake your hand or whatever I, I decide see. they do. Okay. <laughs> so basically you'd say, I walk into a bar, you say, well, I want to talk to that guy. I want to go to the barkeep. I want to do this or hit a guy over the head. You know, those are the kind of options you have. And then uh, when we get into that, 
I tell you to I'll tell you to roll certain dice and then we add your modifiers based on your character sheet. See how successful you might be. So yeah, there's a couple guys wrestling. There's there's guys interspersed throughout the bar. There's a barkeep behind the bar, a waitress at the end there at the bar. There's a few extra doors, and it looks like a hallway behind the door bar. A um, couple empty uh, tables to your right, and in the center there. Um, yeah. If I hover hover over these guys, I see a guy named Stelkorth Blackson. Is that? Yeah. So that's Becker. Oh, that's Becker. Sorry, I thought. So I, you guys, you guys can see. Else. Okay. You guys can see each other's tokens because you know each right. other, but right. you don't know the names of all these other people. Okay. So that's just a setting that I made, so you can see each other, but you don't know everybody else. Mm. So you're kind of standing on the edge of this ring there, uh, Lucky, and you see this dwarf and this giant bugbear, about three times his height, just wrestling and the dwarf is mostly punching his kneecaps and uh, <laughs> the bugbear is kind of laughing at him just not really being affected and everyone around him are cheering him on in this little wrestling ring so what do you guys want to do and you guys were on your way so um, let me just introduce you to this so uh so what why you guys are here so it's a the uh, wealthy von croft family uh they're trying to find uh their son which they suspect may have been might not be living anymore and they're asking uh a group of adventurers to come retrieve his body for them and you were to meet them in an old windmill out in the forest and you stopped here on your way uh, for the night and to uh, and to head out there in the morning. Gord, this is uh, not really related to playing at all, but I've got in the middle of my screen, I've got a thing that says reload application, another that says log out. And oh, just not... click, click somewhere else away from it. Okay. Should, should go away. Hasn't gone away yet, but I'll wait. Or hit the escape key. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that worked. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I want to can... cheer for that. I want to cheer for the dwarf. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll a uh, persuasion check to see if you can cheer him on. Oh, I see. Okay. So that was 11. 7 plus 4 equals 11. 11? So. Yeah. The, the dwarf looks at you as you cheer him on and he just kind of gives you a little nod and he keeps punching away at the bugbears. <laughs> it doesn't look like it helped him at all. Aye, <laughs> uh, thanks, matey. I got this guy, though. He yells at you. So I want to I want to inquire as to what the what the competition is for. What is it all about? Uh, who do you want to talk to about that? There's, There's multiple the, people. This dude with the dude over on the left-hand side of the pit. Um, so if you hold down your mouse button, your left mouse button, yeah. you can yeah. uh, you can kind of ping the map, so you can kind of show me where you're looking okay. at. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. So this robot looks up at you and it says, hello, how can I help you? And it's can like a, ask, it's like uh, a knight in full plate mail with a big sword, uh, big battle axe and a uh, or warhammer and a, and a large shield. All right, mate. Can you tell me what the competition is about? It's their thing. Well, the, these uh, people are just uh, they're friends, and they're just uh, decided to have a wrestling match. There's no no, no competition. No competition. What is your name? Well, oh, life speaker, of course. I am what C. Is your name? I am C14NK. People call me Clank. Oh, you you related in any way to C3PO? I've not heard that name. Oh my goodness gracious! Oh, <laughs> I heard he was made of pure gold, but he's melted down into a, a bunch of coins. Sadly. Do you know where they are? <laughs> <laughs> Hidden. Waiting for someone to find them. And there's uh, that little guy on the top left there. He's playing. A, he's just strumming on a little banjo. Uh, there's a snake-looking, snake-headed like guy sitting at the bar yeah. watching the pit. Right by me. Uh, yep, just to the left of uh, of you there. So yeah, that's how you guys can like figure out you can measure stuff, like if you're shooting or your range or something like that. Do we have to stay within range of each other? No, you can take off from each other. <laughs> <laughs> You're right beside the barkeep. Oh yeah, I'm behind the bar. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you guys want to do? I'll walk up to the barkeep and ask for ask him what's uh, what is he providing for meals? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What can I get you? Oh, uh, what what do you have? I'm looking for a mighty stew. Oh, we got some mead. We got some chili. And uh, he yells back, uh, Slacks! Did you got any of that rabbit? And you hear this voice, Yeah, I got rabbit. <laughs> we got rabbit. I'll, uh, I'll take that uh, chili and uh, a glass of mead. And I'll uh, bring it over to my table over there. Alright. So and I walk to if, if... this table. Yeah, Lucky's oh. gonna eat too. So he says, if you want uh, an ale and a and and what do you say, a stew? It'll be uh, silver yeah, chili and chili. And then I uh, I call over to Lucky and uh, Hart and say, do you guys want some food too? Hey. Yeah, yes. Lucky. So. Lucky feels like a ribeye, but I don't know if this guy's got any, so I'll go for the rabbit. All right. So if you guys go to your equipment page, and at the top right it says currency. Equipment. Top right says currency, yes. So click on that. Okay. And if you want to 
get some silver pieces because you probably only have gold. Just click on the I down arrow. I have zero arrow. and everything. Huh? I have zero and everything right now. Oh, do you? Yeah, should I just you add 10, have gold? 10 gold? Okay, so 10 add. So now I've got 10 gold. Yeah, so if you change that down to 9. Okay. And then you can add, you can exchange 1 gold for 10 silver. Sounds so I do that in my um, my play, uh, character sheet, Court? Yeah, that's right. Under equipment, and then on the right it says currency. Should you, I think you have 15 gold there, Troy. Oh, did you already add 10 more? I think it defaulted when you created your character. I've got 25. Yeah, the default when you create your character. You have how much? I have 20. I have 25. Oh, Maybe I didn't fully it. create mine or something, because he's, he's broke. My guy's just broke. <laughs> well, <laughs> you give yourself 10 gold. Yeah, and he's so good it, now. So does it show up now as uh, 10 gold and... Uh, Nine gold and ten silver. Ten silver. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So you can delete one I'm silver. I got twenty-five. So you can silver. you can delete one gold, Troy, and add ten silver if you want. Just like that's the exchange rate. Okay. Just to make it. I already, I already have twenty-five. You have twenty-five gold. Yeah. So if you Troy, go, you should pay for all of us. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you can. I should be buying. There you go. So that'd be three silver. And you guys get your other silvers three back. Silver? Yeah, yeah. Might as well. Feeling generous that's, today. Oh, that's good. That's good to have an angel with you. And the uh, bar, the barmaid brings over a couple, uh, a nail each for you guys. All right. Okay, so I subtracted one, one gold and added seven silvers then? Yeah, that's correct. And you just hear in the back, in the back. Did we get some mead? Yeah, he delivers some mead. He delivers uh, some rabbit and some stew for whatever you ordered there. Brilliant. And uh, you hear in the the door behind the uh, bar where the kitchen is, you hear this. And then it just stops. What was it again? It kind of cut out. You heard that. You heard a uh, you heard a bunch of barking in the back kitchen, and then some yelping, and then it just cut okay. off abruptly. Hmm. Should we ask the bartender if dogs on the menu? <laughs> you can if you want. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> hmm. There's well, the, the uh, can I over so maybe it's significant. What's that? Since the DM mentions it, does that mean it's significant? Oh, just, you don't know it. So, like, I could be mentioning something that's just ambiance. I could be mentioning something oh, that's, that means something. Uh, I could be trying to throw you guys off or giving you a hint. You just you never know what I'm trying to do. Okay. He's always trying to mess with our heads. We'll know that. <laughs> yeah. So. In in D and D, does that mean we just like we're finished eating? If we decide we're finished eating, yeah. So like you guys this? are drinking and you you finished your meal and you have a, you're just sitting around the table, uh, maybe doing small chat amongst each other. Or you could you could if you want uh, explore the tavern more or talk to other the patrons, or you could just 
go up to your room and, uh, you know, and then we'll just say that uh, you slept for the night and then we'd start start the real adventure in the morning. This is this really is uh, more like a game lobby for you guys just to get the, the right. feel for right. it. So will, will any of these characters, since this is just practice, will any of these characters actually have any information about the quest? Or You don't know. You would have to ask. You would have to ask him to see if they know anything. Well, have we been given a map for um, for this for this quest? Uh, you you know a direction along this road. Uh, okay. And it takes you up to there. There's a branch off this road that takes you to an old windmill, and you know approximately where it is. You're you're pretty confident okay. you know how to get to this windmill. Okay. Where you're right. meeting the Von Croft family. Okay. Um, you know what? I'd like to have a chat with the bartender and ask him: um, Is he aware of any uh, rumors going around in this in the uh, in the region? Uh, so, Kozlo, the barkeep, he's uh, he, I guess he mosey up to the bar and he says, "Well, we we've had a few people, you know, uh, come back and you know." There's that old, uh, that old keep way out in the woods that people have, uh, you always get these kids, they want to go and try their best at luck to, to make them go for glory or get some treasure or just be stupid and adventurous. And, uh, we've had a, had a few people go out towards there and they haven't come back. I've heard one person made it back. And did they did they have any treasures? I I honestly, you know what? This is just rumor. I don't know the people or the names. It's right. I don't even know where they went. It's just that's probably the most interesting thing I've I've heard about in this area lately. Right. But there is an old. Uh, there is. Uh, yeah, those stairs don't work. <laughs> 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 there there is an old. Lucky's uh, a bit ADHD. There is an old place called the Blind Palace out in the uh, woods. And it's all decrepit and boarded up now. Um, but yeah, just strange rumors of it's. It's uh, people don't really like to go out there, but some of these kids looking for adventure. Can't and stop what do them. the kids say that's going on in the in that palace? Well, nobody's gone in, came back, but I, I heard that somebody did make it out, but I haven't spoken or know of where that person is or who they are. Lucky would really like to talk to uh, this guy about his his dog. Lucky's got a dog too, so thought it'd be fun to ask what kind of dog he has. Uh, we don't Since really we keep dogs for pets around here. They kind of get uh, in the way. Oh. So you can you can uh, if you don't believe someone, you can either. Mm-hmm roll an insight check to see if they're lying to you or if they're holding anything back. You can well, also like to do that. You can roll a persuasion check to try and convince something somebody of something. Sure. Okay. You can intimidate people. Oh uh, yeah, that sounds fun. Or you can try to deceive people. You know, you can do lots of different things. Kevin, I have a plus 5 on insight. So I'm you know, that's kind pretty of good. sniff thing, out, right? Yeah. And stand your body. You know what, you guys? <laughs> I could sneak back. I have a plus seven on stealth, but he might see oh. me. Oh. So. Well, what? Hmm. Oh, so what happens too is what you guys can do is, 
If one person is talking to someone to distract, you could try stealthing behind them and you roll a stealth check, but I would give you advantage because someone's trying to distract them. I think that sounds great, Troy. You should try your insight and I'll do a stealth. You guys may want to switch positions. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so... I moved in front. So, Lucky, I want you to roll a d20. Uh, on, it's called a stealth roll, and it's roll on your plus seven there. Click on the okay. plus seven. And I want to do a little sniff test as to whether or not this guy's telling the truth. So roll so an insight check uh, right in your D&D Beyond character sheet. So mine got a 17, Cord. A 17? Yeah. Okay. And, and I got gonna, a 12. So what I do is I roll a perception for the uh, barkeep. Okay. Um, so, Troy, you're you're trying to find out if he's lying to you and you're just kind of chatting it up with him? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to tell if, if he's lying to you or not. And uh, yeah. Lucky, you're trying to kind of sneak along the back bar there in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And as you get close to him, he turns around and goes... Uh, yeah, no, no patrons behind the bar, please. <laughs> he rolled an 18 to your 17. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. Now, you table. can always do whatever you want, but there's always consequences. There usually is consequences. <laughs> you can do and anything in this game, but you just have these, to realize there are consequences. These other doors, do they go to other areas of the hotel, or are they... Going outside. Uh, you don't know until you open them. So if you click on them, okay. you have to go up. To I'm just them. gonna, I'm just gonna go up to one and brashly click okay. on it. Yep. So it takes you outside, and it's kind of the back of the, uh, back of the end. Lucky's really snoopy, isn't he? <laughs> well, still important. How much? How sneaky are you? And so where you see, you can actually look into some windows and you can see other people. The other guys don't see what you're seeing. Only you see what you see. Right. So where you can see through walls where those are windows, you can actually look through a window and see what's inside. Well, I can see pretty good, so I could probably... Yeah, so the, so on right the right now side, it's, it's just all outside. Yeah, and it's not that dark out, so it's not like pitch black. It's like dinner time. So it's you, uh, the, the, the guy, uh, the barkeep yells at you. You're not supposed to be back there. And you open the door and you see this guy chopping up some kind of Dog. bloody animal on the <laughs> table. And this guy looks up at you kind of with a surprised look and goes, You're not supposed to be back here. <laughs> and he yells out, Um, Kazo, you got to get this guy out of here. And and the, the barkeep comes up to you as gently as, uh, yeah, we, we um, the, the the food inspector doesn't allow us to have uh, guests back here, so I'm gonna have to ask you to go <laughs> in in the uh, seating area. Are and, you gonna and, go? And the chef comes up to you and uh, or comes up to the door and he shuts the door. I can't see in there anymore. Because <laughs> I closed the door. I see that, yeah. Okay. So can others see when I open the door there? 
Uh, depending on where they're at. If they are in line of sight, they can see it. But like where Lucky okay. is, way out in the wilderness, there he he couldn't see you opening the doors. He was behind the door. So Lucky is exploring around the around the inn here, and he's seeing a whole bunch of stuff you guys aren't seeing. I'm looking through windows, and there's uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some people in those windows. He's there. a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! I told you to close that. Get, stop! Hey, just get out of here! And he's this guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he closes the door, and you and he you hear a click. Um, and the bartender just gives up. He's like, <laughs> so Troy, you're in a you're in an empty oh. room with stairs going down. Looks like an old storage oh, yeah. room, but the stairs don't uh -oh. go anywhere. I just opened someone's bedroom and there's someone in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you see a uh, purple uh, tiefling. So they're kind of, uh, they have horns out of their head. They have a tail. It's a humanoid. And mm -hmm. uh, he kind of jumps out of his bed. He's dressed like a monk, like a martial artist. Uh-huh. And he says, what are, you, what are you doing in my room? Oh, man. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. Wrong room. Yeah, get out. Room. I'll try the next one. And you hear the door close behind you and a click. <laughs> so when I when I lock the doors, I can lock it as a DM. You can't open those doors if I lock them. Right. So, so what about this one? Oh, there's someone in that one too. <laughs> and, and you hear this guy, hey, how's it going? <laughs> no, that's worse. <laughs> I'm out of there. Hey, well, where are you going? Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> So I've, I've, got, I've, I've discovered uh, I'm in a room and said hello. All right. Um, so this person, let me just, uh, uh, it is just, he's sitting at a desk and he's just reading a, a book and he just looks up to you and goes, in a quiet, reflective voice, he just looks at you. He's very goth looking. Hello. <laughs> Oi, could I? Tell me, sir, good sir, what are you up to? I am, uh, I am just reading a, a book. Can I inquire why uh, you are in here? This is a common reading room, but I am Theodore Stone Stonefell. Get Who might you be? To get to know new people. Ah, very good. It's just a private book that I have. And you could roll a perception if you want to see if you can uh, see what book that is. Troy, Troy is somewhere that we can't see. He's He is gone somewhere. Off. You don't know where he is. Uh, so, can I tell them? Uh, no, because they can't hear you unless you yell. I'm in the back. They yell where you are. <laughs> well, now he knows. <laughs> and now he knows. <laughs> You're close to me now. Yeah, I see you. Yeah. There we go. So uh, Lucky walks into the room, and uh, what did you roll, Troy? Same. Um, you you catch a glimpse of the uh, the book cover, and it says. Uh, 
um, in service of the Raven Queen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about the Raven Queen. Uh, the Raven Queen is my patron. I serve her. Uh -huh. So he, he, he serves her. He's either a cleric or... Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know the other... Uh, what the other... Of God's Paladins the do, don't they? Paladins also, right? Um, I'd like to ask if he's interested in going on an adventure with us. Really? You're, I you thought you were a snot. You're pretty friendly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still think I'm better than him. I want to know what he's friend. capable of before I let him into my group. <laughs> So he kind of looks at you and he closes his book and he says, I, I have a mission I'm already working towards. I'm heading south towards Waterdeep. Waterdeep. Oh, I know Waterdeep. Waterdeep. Mm. Well, that's not our mission, so we'll be on our way. Thank you very much. Good luck. These stairs go nowhere again. No, they don't go anywhere. I've... I put this together pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, no problem. It's pretty good. Oh, uh, I got a girl. Yep. <laughs> uh, you walk into like a back conference room almost, and you see this blue woman. Uh, she's kind of almost perspiring a lot with blue hair. She's got a trident, and she's in conversation with a dwarf. Hi, Tatai Tatai! What are you doing here? The dwarf says. We're having a private well, conversation. Checking. Right, we're just checking things out. We're brand new to the area. This is a private... Get the hell out of my room! We've rented this room, damn you! Oh, no, need, need to be so rude. I'm a rude bastard. That's who I am. Get the hell out. I can agree. I can agree. I'll see you later. <laughs> you trap yourself in there? Oh, did you lock the door? No, you trapped yourself in there. You're on the other side of the door. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to move. Why, with the why is he still in here? Oop. Becker, are you happy just eating? There we go. Yeah, I'm just eating. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking <laughs> beer, you know, what I'm good at. Yeah, I'm in some kind of storage room. But yeah, you're in a in dark there. storage room. There's crates. Uh, there is um, kind of stuff stored in here. You could well, am, you I could uh, roll an investigation I mean, I, if you want to look around. I would like to because I, I just my fingers are a bit sticky. I yeah. have to admit that. So roll an investigation check. Okay, so investigation. Okay, here we go. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, so you find that, like uh, about four apples uh, and two rations. And well, I'm going to take them. You're going to take them? Okay. So oh, actually, hold on. I'm chaotic good. What there. does that mean in this game? Uh, basically, you do things generally for good, but you, there's no boundaries on how you get there. Yeah, well, I kind of justify it because he's feeding us dogs, so I'm going to take some apples. <laughs> yeah. 
that's if it's for the greater good, good if you're right? if it's that's for the greater the... good anything goes yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you dog killer so if you go to your equipment on your character sheet if you see that yeah then you go to manage equipment there's a button there yes got it and then click on the inventory down arrow Mm -hmm. um, where is it? Actually, just sorry. Scroll down to uh, um, get out of that screen. Okay. And just go to your equipment. Scroll down to rations. Equipment. This is one per day or one day. Yep. Yep. Uh, click on rations. Okay. And then it comes up a window. You can actually add rations so you just got what did i say two rations or three rations four apples i think you said four apples so let's say you got three rations of food so that's three days of food so you just uh increase or decrease your rations and then click out of that box to so save it. the quantity goes to four or uh you you're at five now aren't you yeah it was at five that's right so you'd go okay, up to eight so up to eight Okay. And that's kind of all uh, the other stuff doesn't really interest you. Okay. Just close out of that window. Right, I'm bored. I want to get out of here. All right. <laughs> so you guys want to uh, just what you guys can do is if you're done for the night, we could say uh, you uh, got a room, you guys slept for the night, and you're ready to head out in the morning. I've got one more room okay. I got to check, though. I'm just curious. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey! there's a guy there and, the dog, and you just see this you see this furry chopped up animal on the thing and he's oh, just that's the dog he's trying to shoo you out get get out of my kitchen out 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 and he's trying to shoo you away no i'm, I'm gonna ask him what he fed us <sighs> Coslo, roll roll an intimidation check okay Sorry, just my taskbar is a bit slow here. Okay, intimidation check. Oh, 17. Is that good? 17? 17 is good. Oh, yeah. So he kind of, you kind of lean into him a bit, and he's like, it, it was like, I had rabbit, uh, we had meat, and we had stew. Uh, that's it. Okay, so it must be a big rabbit. Well, it's the rabbit is you used up the last of the rabbit. I have this new food here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Good enough. All right. Okay, so you guys are. Uh, um, Troy, I don't know if you noticed the dragonborn yeah. sitting at the uh, table over there. I did notice that. The his red thing? Is, his name is Braveheart. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole tavern, this whole tavern is populated with previous characters uh, in other games I've done. I've just dropped them all in here. 
That's funny. also so Braveheart is like four hundred pounds and he's seven yeah, he's foot a five, dude. I think, like that. <laughs> so this Pretty is the first time uh, Troy and I played. He played a uh, was it a red uh, paladin, Dragonborn. Dragon. And uh, oh, Kevin, if you're just joining oh, us, is that red dragon-looking guy sitting at the table, right? Uh, right there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've actually got a really small air book here, so every I I can see I should be playing on a bigger screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everything's very oh, tiny. Yeah. So you guys go to bed, and you're just remembering uh, why you're here. So you, uh, the Von Crofts, they're a family that advertised throughout the region for adventurers willing to recover the body of their son from the Blind Palace. This call for aid has reached parties from all walks of life. Official authorities, mercenary companies, innkeepers, thieves, and guilds. And the Von Crafts wield considerable wealth and influence, and many people of high and low station would be interested in gaining favor for them. Any of these contacts. Um, so you, they did, you wrote them a letter saying you'd take the commission, and they said, told you to meet at the, uh, at the windmill, and they gave you directions to this windmill outside of town here. That you're on your way to. Um, Yo, Stelkorth. Stop eating. <laughs> well, yeah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's go. You guys are heading along the road. It's uh, morning. And you come to the path on the road and it's, it's, it's a decent trail like you can fit a wagon on it and you see a windmill up ahead and uh, you come up to this uh, crunching through the snow a light snow is kind of falling down and you um, come up to this windmill and there's a door to the south of you here yeah so you come up to this windmill there's a door there uh, this is where you're supposed to meet the Von Crofts okay so go inside Yeah, do the honors. Okay. Oh. Actually, you guys can close that. <laughs> I accidentally clicked <laughs> on that. <laughs> we got all the secrets all of a sudden. Yeah. I hit show players when I was supposed to hit something else. Okay. All right. So. Your boots crunch on hard, cold ground as you make your way up the hill to the old stone wheel. You uh, see your breath of your companions in little puffs of steam. Light snow is falling, and you hear a crow call out from the top of the old mill. Well-bred horses with expensive saddles are tied to a post near the front door. And when you open the door and you enter, you find Valentine and Helena von Kraft waiting inside. Uh, he is standing looking at you. And she is sitting at a wooden table, looking at nothing. Uh, they are both wearing heavy fur cloaks. Uh, they have bodyguards in the around the building, and they're wearing polished mail and long swords. Uh, one of them closes the door behind you. Uh, so you have come, says Valentine von Croft, and now you must bring back our son. Are you... Where's the last... Oh. Go ahead. I'm just saying, uh, where's the last time you saw your son? Our son was uh, wanting to 
go on this silly adventure to uh, go to this blind palace to try and prove something. Uh, he is... Uh, we haven't seen him for for so long, but we, we, we fear that uh, he, he may have passed away and he might be in this blind palace. Uh, that was about two weeks ago. When was he, he alone? Went off. We, 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 he left a note saying this is what he's going to do, so otherwise we would have talked him out of it. Can, can we read the note? I didn't bring the note. What did the note say? It says, I'm off to the, von, uh, to the uh, blind palace to prove my worth, father. Okay. Um, what is the price okay. of this bounty? Not bounty, but this uh, rescue. Well, if you are able to return our son, Wilhelm, uh, we're willing to offer 200 gold pieces. And what if he... What if we cannot retrieve him? Well, if... Um, if if you cannot retrieve him, then there is no... If he's not here, we're not paying it. We'll, we'll pay you 50 gold pieces for your time and trouble. What if he has perished and we bring his body? If you bring his body back... Um, and you have to, if you do it within the next 24 hours, you get the full 250 or 200, I'm sorry. And if it's past 20, because we, we have the means to resurrect him, but it has to be within the next 24 hours. Should that time elapse and you bring his body back afterwards, uh, the payment is 50 gold. I, do you have any implements or tools? special things that we could use to help to find him or to defend ourselves. And the wife kind of stands up and she walks over to you and says, are you willing to face whatever's in the blind palace? I think it's worth more than 200 gold if he's alive. Uh, roll a persuasion check. <laughs> Okay. Here we go. Oh, only 11. <laughs> uh, he kind of looks at you, dead face, and says, There are many other adventurers who would do it for 200 gold. Hmm. So I want to actually just test this and, you know, do my, do my thing to tell if they're actually telling the truth or Insight check. Click on that. 21. 21? Yeah, I, a, <laughs> I rolled a 16. I have a plus 5. Oh, wow. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you notice uh, the body movement and the facial expressions of them. They they want their son back. They believe him to be in the, white, the blind palace. And they're willing to pay to get his body back within 24 hours. 
So we confer with each other without them hearing. And, and so uh, you did ask if you, they could provide anything, right? Uh, so Helena von Croft, she she looks at her husband and nods, and she pulls out a scroll, and she uh -huh. uses, hands it uh, to you, uh, Hart, and says, "This is a spell scroll of Raise the Dead." And it's an ebony. It's in an ebony case with a wax seal, depicting a black tower on a red field. And they make it very clear to you that this scroll can only be used once, and only it is it is tied to the soul of Willem von Kraft from the dead, not any of you. Okay. And so we ask if we can take that with us because it'd be a heck of a lot easier to drag him out alive than dead. And she says that is the idea, and she hands it to you. So you have a okay. scroll of raised dead specifically for Wilhelm von Kraft. Okay. And you did can write he, can that in your equipment if, if you want as a custom item. Did he have any enemies or anyone that would want him dead? And the wife looks at her husband and sits back down and the husband looks at one of the guards and says, uh, bring her up. And one of the guards rolls up a fur rug to reveal a trap door leading to an old cellar. And he descends with a lit oil lantern and returns moments later, leading a pail, but a slightly built human woman. She's got long black hair, hangs over her face. There are dark crescents below her eyes and manacles on her hands and feet clank as she shuffles up the stair. And, uh, um, Valentine says, this woman went with my son. Her name is Catherine. She alone returned from the Blind Palace. I believe that she has something to do with the demise of my son. Yet she refuses to speak. And you see bruises on her, on her face, on her neck, on her shoulders. And her, she's kind of hunched over and looks like a, a dog that's been kicked too many times. Heart, you should do an insight check on her. First, let's do. This girl looks very scared, just the way she yeah. is. Uh... Well, maybe I should intimidate her then. <laughs> oh, you can do a persuasion as well if you don't want to intimidate. A similar thing, <laughs> but just can... with a lighter hand. Uh, I've got I've got uh, lesser restoration as a spell does that what does that do i have plus four persuasion should we try that and see if she'll tell us anything again if you want guys okay sure i'm gonna roll it and see what i got so a 15. 15 and who are you what are you trying to do Persuade. i'm trying to see if she'll speak and tell us anything uh, and what do you say to her? Can you tell us what happened to Von Trump or Von Croft? <laughs> Von Trumps are the sound of music, weren't they? 
And she just mm-hmm. kind of looks at you and just looks down at her feet again, just slightly shaking. Hmm. Um, and Valentine says, uh, the White Palace is just up, up that hill and down that, there's a trail there at the end of the clearing. It. He says, go down that trail and it'll lead you to the White Palace. This woman, we, we do not trust her. We think that she is part of, responsible for what happened to our son and justice will come for her. Delcorth, what special talents do you have? What? Do you do you have um, what special talents do you have, Becker? I uh, I have uh, I'm ma- I can magical tinker, so I can change uh, properties of objects. Oh, okay, so so you're more like your guy isn't so much into questioning. He's more into if we need something, he can. Yeah, make exactly. It, make it or whatever. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. So, uh, they ask you, uh, what do you, uh, what do you wish to do? You can, you can try, we, we've tried interrogating her and trying to beat it out of her, but she refuses to speak. So with a with a kind and gentle voice, I just ask her: Is there anything you can tell us that would help us? And I listen as closely as I can to her body language. And she looks at you, and she mouths the words "no," but no voice comes out. Hmm. I'd like to ask. Um, uh, she's either Helena or if she's have, mute, can she? Can she a, speak? I have a I have a spell called Lesser Restoration that um, can uh, can heal either uh, blinding, deafening, paralyzed, or poisoned. Okay, uh, that's mute, though, isn't it? You're not sure, but. If she can speak or not, but she she looked like she was trying to speak to you, but nothing came out of her mouth. I'd like to ask, uh, is it Valentine? I can't see his name behind there. The male guy. Uh, If if she's spoken to them at all this uh, whole time. uh, uh, Valentine Von Croft? Yes, please. Yeah, so he's... uh, the father of Wilhelm. What, what did you want to ask him? If if she's spoken at all, if she said any words. So we found her uh, when we were searching for our son hiding in the woods. And uh, she hasn't spoken since we found her. Hmm. So it sounds like she's had some kind of ordeal it doesn't seem like she wants to hold things back from us. It seems like she can't speak. 
I believe that she just refuses. Oh, and refuses? That she is, okay. Uh, I think she's just trying to, to hide something from us that she is... Doesn't okay, want well, to... Uh, doesn't want to show that she's responsible for my son's death. Have we tried everything? Because I would try intimidation next if nothing else has worked. Got to agree with that. Okay. Should I roll that? Sure. I've got the best intimidation numbers. I have zero. I have plus two. It's not that high, but... Kirk, what do you got? Uh, I only have nothing. Okay. There you go. Okay, I'll try it. Oh, two plus two. <laughs> <laughs> right, you, you, you try to like talk in your Stronus voice, and it just comes out a little <laughs> bit like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Hey, okay, so something about uh, D that I don't understand. She, she moves her hands a little bit. And and on the wall of the south wall of the, the you see almost like an illusory painting show up on the wall of the this palace that's all boarded up. And then she stops moving her hands and she looks back to you. Ask her to show us more. Show us more of the palace and what we're getting ourselves into. So she moves her hands a little bit more and um, you see a beautiful ballroom. You see dark stone halls. You see ethereal, you hear, well, yeah, you actually hear ethereal music and, and a bird song. Bird song. And that's it. And uh, Helena, she she looks like she's getting impatient. She says, "We have limited time. We have twenty four hours to get my son back. You need to get my son back now." Looks like you're in. It looks like you're in a more. What's it called? Um. You're in more of a need than we are. I say, we get your son back, or him perished. Dead or alive, and you release the girl. Release the girl to you now? She that? Asked, she asked, you want the girl with you now? Is that what you're asking? No. As soon as, well, as, soon as we come back and finish this quest, you release the girl. Well, while you're gone, we could try to beat more information out of her. I wonder, Hart, could you do an insight check on and do an examination of her? I, I know that sounds kind of... Um, uh, that would be a medical I mean, check? Medicine check? Yeah, not, not quite that invasive, but is there anything you could do to just... Was that, is that such a thing, Gord? Is it a medical a me check? medicine check if you want to like do a physical check of someone? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, just to, yeah, see, just to like see if get, we can like, see what she's been through. You could feel the neck and see if the you know, look in her eyeballs, say ah. <laughs> we so we say I say, um, we're not going to take her because she's she's in no shape of a dangerous yeah. dungeon. But if we come back, 
and I see one more bruise scratch on her, then I'm gutting you both. <laughs> and and this girl Catherine looks at you. And she looks like she's a little bit of the fear has left her. Mm-hmm. And she moves her fingers and on another vision comes on the wall and you see the three of you in front of the blind palace and she is with you leading you there mm. and and she holds out her hands and kind of like a pleading grasps her hands together pleading like almost like take me with you please <laughs> well she knows the palace she'll know where yeah she'll know where the dude is right and and yeah, uh, she... Valentine puts an hourglass on a windowsill and he says the 24 hours have started. Well, it looks like she's spoken in her own way, so let's bring her with her. Yeah, let's, with let's us. Yeah. 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 yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. Let's go. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. We're so done. You uh, follow a disused road up a gentle slope, and Catherine is with you. Uh, she kind of leads the way for you. And uh, you go through a light wood, a light wood of pine and spruce. Occasionally, bright red cardinals or gray squirrels dart between the gently falling snowflake. After about an hour's walk from the old windmill, the marble walls of the blind palace loom before you, its back flush against a rocky hillside. The old road you've been following leads into a courtyard. Two towers, their windows bricked up, rise over the crumbling outer walls. And I'm going to switch maps here. Where'd you go, Troy? There you are. While we're loading the map, I will take out a water, my water skin and half my rations and offer them to Catherine so she can regain her strength. Oh, and she totally just gobbles it down. She's starving. She looks like a rack of bones, and she puts her hand on your shoulder and mouth, thank you. Ooh, she actually says? Oh, no, mouth. mouth. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you see this courtyard, and there's a couple of iron wrought gates that have fallen down uh, directly in front of you. Um... In the northeastern corner of the courtyard is a large stone well. And to the, directly to the north is the old gates of the Blind Palace. And to the west looks like a uh, like a storage shed. A carriage house. I think we'd let our young lady to teach us uh, where to go. We just ask her, Mob she can hear, so we can just ask her, oh, where do we go next? Hey, um, question you guys, like, since I haven't played this much before, but do we want our cleric going first in situations where it might be dangerous? Usually you put your cleric in the back and put the, the fighters yeah, in Yeah, because, Troy, you went in there first, and maybe it's okay, but I'm just... What are your hit points? Um, more important is what's your armor class okay, okay let, let me check that armor class means how easy it is to hit you I have armor class 15 
The higher the number, yeah. the better. Yeah, so our, our the highest number AC is our tank, essentially. Yeah, it's Mine's only 14. Yeah, and I'm 12. And so I'm the 15. Is, the cleric is the tank. There you go. <laughs> tank <laughs> and healer. <laughs> what, about, what about hit points, too, though, right? I mean... Yeah, hit points come into it. So, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I have 21. Right, Why are you so high, Troy, you little priest? I'm a... I'd, I'm, I'd like white. It's probably his Asimir uh, type race. It may have given him some bonuses. Like when you... so I'm only 18 hit points. Yeah. So what, what are you guys doing? I want to go check out this uh, uh, carriage house. Okay. So I wander over here and peek my head so it's, inside. It's, a, it's an old oak structure. Uh, it's rotting where it stands. There's double doors hang open, uh, old hinges squeaking in the wind. Uh, it's pretty shadowy inside. It's hard to to see everything inside. I'm gonna go over and move over by the young lady there, just make sure she's okay. Okay. Yeah, you okay, can't well, really see we're... everything inside the carriage house. It's dark in there. And we can't enter it. You can enter it, yeah. I'll uh, enter it. Okay. Um, as you uh, enter it, this creature in a pile of leaves in the corner, uh, this centipede, huge centipede-type creature, bursts out of the leaves uh, and starts leaping at you. Um see if I have a picture of it yeah it's like a giant centipede with uh, uh, actually I can show it to you now uh, maybe not <laughs> a couple little notes here so anyways uh, let me this actually I can show this to you there it is Ooh. so who went in first Becker Becker did, yeah. Still okay, Korth. Well, get your guy in there. <laughs> I can't I, see it because I can't see around the door at this point. Right? Yeah, you have no too. idea. You hear this roar, though, from where your guys are. Um, can't seem to enter it. Really? Yeah, it says you're you're colliding with at least one wall. delete that wall <laughs> just back it up <laughs> there there you go <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, let me just pull up this encounter there we go All right, so you guys need to run, uh, roll an initiative. Uh, and on your character sheet, it says there's an initiative bonus. And um, you need to, so you roll a d20, add your initiative bonus. And so tell me what that number is. Lucky and Selcor need to do that? 
Everybody. We're all three. Everybody. Yeah. Everyone. So let, let's just do everybody because probably everybody will get involved with this. Uh, I only got an eight. Eight. I got. How 17. do you want us to let us know? Sorry, what's that? No, like, how do you do? You want to count it down, or do you just want us to tell oh, you? Oh, just just tell me what you got. Cool. You got the seventeen. I got a seventeen. Okay. What did you get, uh, Becker? I got a uh, five. Five. Okay. All right. Uh, Catherine goes first. She looks at you, uh, Hart, light speaker, and um, this image shows up in front of you of a skull and crossbones. And that's her turn. Okay, so poison. Well, I could, um, <laughs> heart, oh, heart, I it's, your, some... uh, it's your turn, Heart. Great. So, um, so you can uh, move. A question for you, Master. Uh, sure. Do I, uh, because I don't understand, I know that I can prepare a, a spell. Is, yep. that, is that a move? Uh, to cast a spell or... is an action. Sometimes you need line it's of sight, though. First, first of all, to, you yeah. don't you don't usually need to know what you're casting it to, and you have no vision okay. of what they're looking at. It could have just been a squirrel with a deep voice in there, right? But she's shown me a skull and crossbones, which tells me poison. So I want to, I want to get out in front, you know, over to as close to them as possible to cast a spell on them, right? Um, if you want, that's yeah. what I'd like to do. So you can move your character closer if you want. Some some uh, spells, if like if you're casting on your own players, mm. is a touch. Some is a ranged. So it depends on what spell you're casting. Right. Yeah. So so this one is uh, this is a touch. So and usually you I don't can move thirty feet. You don't usually cast that until you need to. Right. Because they're they're at full health right now, not poisoned. So you wouldn't. Okay. You wouldn't things but you if you have a ranged attack if you move into vision of it then uh you, if you have any kind of ranged attack maybe you could do that okay well let's try uh spiritual and you have two different types of spells there's cantrips which you can cast at will anytime yeah and then there's higher level spells like at level one level two level three spells or higher and they cost a spell slot to cast. So every time you cast a spell, like a level one spell, it takes you it takes one of your level one spell slots. When you're out of spell slots, right. you can't cast any more spells until you have a right. long rest. Right. Okay. I'm just gonna move. I'm just gonna move over okay. uh, thirty feet. Sure. Grab your guy. Move him over. And I can go thirty feet. Right. That's thirty-five. And then just hit the space bar. There, you can see it. And that's your turn? Here I can. It's my turn. Okay. Uh, lucky. I can't, I can't do anything else other than move, correct? Uh, well, you get a movement, and then you have an action. So you could actually... Oh, I have an action? You could shoot something, because you're not beside it. You'd have to do a ranged right. attack. And based on what I've got... A spiritual weapon. 
Oh, why not? Let's just try it. So I'm going to use my uh, spiritual weapon. Okay. It's got a range of 60 feet. All right, so you'll hit it fine. And so I uh, I just um, I, I roll the 1d3. Uh, so why don't you describe the what the spell does? If you click on it, oh, sorry. It, it sh- it'll tell you what it does. Uh, you can punch, kick, head, or use similar forceful blow and deal bludgeoning damage equal to one plus your strength modifier. Uh, sorry, the. Oh, if you click on the spell you're again. casting, uh, spiritual weapon, a little yeah, box yeah. will come up describing what it does. Oh, hang on, sorry. Magic weapon, right? Yeah. Okay. Right, spiritual weapon. Okay, you can create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration or until you cast the spell again. When you cast the spell, you can make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. On a hit, the target takes force damage equal to 1d8. Um, so the spiritual weapon can be anything. It could be um, a sword. It could be a floating sword or little unicorns running around in a square. It could be whatever you want I, it to be. Okay. What do you want it to be? I want it. Uh, I want it like uh, Thor's warhammer. <laughs> okay. So I'm throwing. I'm throwing. A, I'm throwing a hammer. Magical Warhammer. Well, what it does actually is it stays in, uh, uh, it floats and stays there and does continuous damage to this thing. Oh, beautiful. Doesn't disappear. So, uh, let me just drop something in there for that. Don't kill it, Troy. I want to get a shot too, you know. (laughs) It's probably going to take it out the first time. (laughs) I know. It's just a worm. Come on. <laughs> I gotta try this stuff out, though. You do. You do. Uh... So there's your little warhammer. It's just every round is gonna do. Uh, it's like an extra attack you get. See it. All right. Um. So I read the spell. Does it do damage right away, or looks like I uh, does it do it at the end? Duration one minute. Yes, but it says it does. It attacks at the end of your turn, or Uh, casting time one bonus action. Range area sixty feet. Components VS duration one minute. Uh, As a bonus action on your turn, you can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against a creature within five feet of it. Okay. Weapon can take whatever form you choose. Yeah, so uh, make an attack. Okay, so that's the 1d8. No, you roll a d20. 
you make a melee attack spell. So, so you roll on a. So I rolled a twenty dice, and I have plus five uh, hit DC. So it's uh, I rolled a twelve. I got seven. Uh, five is seventeen. It's a seventeen. Did you say seventeen? Troy. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah, you, you hit it. Me? Yep. You hit it. Okay. Roll for damage. And that's the one d eight. I got a six. Three is nine. Nine damage. Just do this whack on it, and it just cringes back as it gets hit by this uh, ethereal hammer. All right. Uh, so, Lucky, it's your turn. Can I do a sneak attack? Uh, no, it actually surprised you more than okay fair enough <laughs> i thought maybe he didn't see me because he just saw um Becker, so but... yeah if you get advantage so if you're flanking or if you were hiding and then attacked you could do mm -hmm. that so you could try to hide around the corner but it would take an action do you have a bonus action hide bonus to action hide okay let me see no two weapon fighting is my bonus action yeah but I was going to get it with my bow anyway, so... Okay. Yeah, so you can so uh, shoot I... it with your bow. Okay, so hit the range. plus five thing first and see what I get. Yep. Roll the D20, Already? or roll that, click on that uh, bow to hit icon. Okay, 21, 16 plus five. Yeah, you hit. Roll for damage. Okay, and the damage jump? Yeah. Uh, nine. Six plus three. Oh, you guys are doing your damage. All right. <laughs> uh, you ha so that was your action. You can move if you want. Or you can stay where you are. I think I'm in a good spot. I'm going to stay there. Okay. I'll let our robot go in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this, uh, this creature is huge, too. Like This thing is like 15, leaps up. It's like 12, 15 feet high or long. And oh. it's going to snap at you. Uh, uh, where are we? Sorry. One sec. Yeah, it's going to snap at you, Stelkorth, and um, it's going to so keep clicking on the wrong stuff. So these these tentacles uh, start whipping out at you, um, and it rolls. Uh, that's an eleven to hit. That doesn't hit. All right. <clears throat> that's gonna try to bite you. And just jump out of the place where he just bit. <laughs> uh, it's not rolling very good. Uh, that's a 14 to hit. Wait. Didn't you just say he did 11? Yeah, but he has two attacks. Oh, then the second hit hit. Okay. Um, okay. 
And it does uh, seven points of piercing damage to you as these uh, pincers kind of wrap around you and dig into this, your ribs, shakes you around, and then it backs up. Oh, buddy. Wow. This DM's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> and it is your turn, Stelcorp. Um. Well... I'm going to uh, disengage okay. and run away. <laughs> Go for it. I don't know how to do that. Shit. Hit your control button on the on your keyboard. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and then. And, and I'm running there. Of your, your distance. Yeah. So the reason uh, Becker disengaged for you other guys, if he just ran away, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, the monster or any creature would get what's called an opportunity attack. So basically, you turn your back mm-hmm. when you try running, or they get a swipe at you. But because yeah. he has a action to actually disengage, he can uh, you can disengage and like back away without getting hit. But that's your it's either an action. Yeah, that's my turn. Some people have it as a bonus okay. action. So he, 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 instead of attacking, he disengaged. All right. Uh, while, while, while I'm running past these guys, I just go, big, big thing in there, and just point towards the carriage house. I've <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, got a question for, a question for you. I'm reading on my, on the, um, on the uh, spiritual weapon. Yes. As a bonus action on your turn, you can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat attack against a creature within five feet of it. Yeah. So usually that what, I can do it twice in one turn. Well, usually what happens is uh, you keep the weapon beside the monster you want to attack. Uh-huh. And then if you killed it, you could move that weapon over to a different monster. And it's oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it doesn't mean it ha- gets to attack twice. No, it only gets the one attack. Okay. Yeah. So Catherine, okay. it's his her turn, and she's going to just kind of move right there, and that's her turn. Okay. Hart, uh, you're up. Uh, this thing's uh, got a duration of one minute, so I'm assuming I can hit it again. Yeah. So every round we do, same time. we just we just yeah. went through six seconds. So everybody had a turn. That's six seconds. Okay. Hammer him again, then. Okay. Roll an attack. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Roll for damage. Okay. Nine. Nine points of damage again. Nice. And uh, it's not looking too good. There, there's like part of its carapace is actually breaks off as you hit it with your hammer or with your ethereal hammer, and it just kind of kind of rears up in pain. It's... And uh, it's it's not looking that great. It's taking some damage. Uh, Lucky, you're up. So do we have? 
do we have any sense how close to death this thing is? Usually when I say something's not looking that great, it's pretty close. It's about halfway to death. Okay, well, so I can move a bit and shoot my bow. Yep. Is that is that right? Okay, so I'm going to move back five feet. Okay. And I'm going to take a shot with my bow. Okay. So that was a 14 to hit. 14 hits. And uh, nine damage. Oh. You guys love your nines. <laughs> I know. Uh, it, it sticks it right into one eye, and this ooze comes out of the eye, this arrow sticking in it, and it just kind of reels up, just chittering in pain. Uh, that's your turn, then? I... Can I do anything else? You Well, you have 30 feet of movement. You moved five of it. You're allowed to move up to 30. Okay, uh, I'm and gonna move. you did your action. So your action was to shoot the bow. Okay, and the range of the bow is... You've already shot feet? The, Yeah, you've already shot it. So that was your action. I just don't want to move too far away. So if I move back another five feet, he's still in range though, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to move, move to here. And that's it. And... And guard. So one of the things I, I guess I could could or should have done is moved way back because I got a sixty foot range on, on that weapon that I've got, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll know for next time because here we go. Well, I've learned it. I learned the hard <laughs> way. But you're our toughest guys, so we wanted you in front. Exactly. Yeah. All right. This thing is going to have these tentacles whip out at you, Troy. Or uh, sorry, yeah, at heart. That. And uh, uh, that is oh terrible again. Uh, that is a <laughs> fifteen to hit. And I have a uh, armor class is fifteen. So that means it hits you if it has to equal or be better than your armor class. All right. So let's see. You take uh, six points of poison damage. And you need to roll a constitution saving throw. So if you look at your uh, character sheet under saving throws, you click on the con one, which is a pluses, whatever your pluses. You can just click on one. And it should roll. Oh. Three. That can't be good. No, it's not good. Uh, uh, so you are poisoned for one minute. And until that poison ends, you are paralyzed. Okay. So what poison so, means, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. But okay. because you're paralyzed as well, doesn't really matter. You're incapacitated. You can't move or speak. You automatically fail strength and dexterity throws. 
and any attacks against you have advantage. Uh, any creature that hits, any attack that hits you is a critical hit if it's within five feet of you. So a critical hit means it does double damage or double the dice damage if it hits you again. Okay. So you're so not you in a good spot. No. That was his first attack. Now it's going to bite you. And it oh. has advantage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can stop laughing. How does I'm that feel? You, you got like creature? That's a 13 to hit. I have 15. Yeah, so it misses you. Even, even though you're completely incapacitated and paralyzed, it still misses you as a, the bite of the, the mandibles go just stretch away from your head. All right, uh, that's its turn. Uh, Stelkorth. Yes. It's not looking good for your okay, ass, um... buddy. Slash Claire. <laughs> <laughs> Near it, not nearly as godlike as I thought I was. You can't move her speed. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shoot it with my uh, bow. Short bow. All right. Attack. And Gord, on my character sheet, I, uh, I I type in six and hit damage for my hit points, right? Yeah, and it should subtract it. Yeah, okay. So I hit for a dirty 20. That hits. Roll damage. It's a dirty 20. I haven't heard of that. Well, instead of an unnatural 20? Oh, it's, where it's 20 like plus a 16 plus 4. We say dirty 20 because oh, okay. it's just easier to say. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Natural 20 is when you roll a natural 20. Okay. Which is a critical hit. Uh, only three points of damage. Three points of damage. All right. You chop off, or you hit it in one of its tentacles, and it just kind of flails away. Uh, Catherine. She's. Uh, what's she going to do? She's going to go here and let's see. No, nah, she's not going to do that. She's going to stay where she is. <laughs> All right. She's just going to... Yeah, she's not going to do much. Oh, she's going to cast, actually, uh... Dissonant Whispers. Or Vicious Mockery at this uh, creature. So it needs to roll... Um... She can't speak it, though. That's funny. Actually, it's verbal, so she can't do it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so she does nothing. That's her turn. Hart, it's uh, your turn. Uh, you are um, paralyzed and poisoned. Uh, you can't move. Paralyzed, poisoned, can't move. But will my spell still work? Uh, what, do you, what spell are you doing? No. 
my spiritual weapon. Oh yeah, that's a, a minute, you, right? you can you can move it, yeah. Cuz that's okay, a, like so a mental I can't move. Oh, Yeah, and I don't have uh Yeah, let's just hammer it. I got to hit it. Eleven. Uh, Eleven misses. Okay. But you are now flanking with your spiritual weapon. I don't know if I did flanking with spiritual weapons before. It makes sense. Yeah, I'll give you flanking. So, except you're incapacitated. So if you're if you're on each side of a creature, I give you a flanking yeah. bonus. You get advantage to hit it. Okay. So, basically, that hammer is distracting it, uh, and it allows somebody on the other side to get a good hit at it. Okay. So, Lucky, I'd say you are, because this thing's so big, you are flanking this creature with Hart's hammer, so you get uh, advantage on your attack, which means you get to roll okay. two d20s and take the higher of the two. Okay, well, I'm going to use my rapier. That's what you call it, and so that means I just click on the on the plus five thing, right? The hit dice, uh, right beside the yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's your. And I do that twice to take the highest one. Yeah. First one is a twelve, which isn't very good. Is that twelve plus five or just twelve? A dirty twelve. It would it would, it would give right. you the total. Dirty 12. <laughs> so twelve is and the highest. The second one's a fifteen. Oh, fifteen hits. Fifteen is the highest. Yeah, so okay. you, it does hit, so you can roll for damage. Six damage. Gee, well, that's pretty pathetic. This thing wheels back, and it's not looking too good. Uh... Is that your turn then? Are you moving um, at all? Or? Well, I would like to. I would like to make sure. I think I'll move in between my comrade and this thing to make sure he doesn't take any more damage. Can I do that? There's no space between you. There's no space. Can I move him? Can I pick him up and move him? If you do, the creature will get a shot at him. Okay, we'll leave him there then, and hope that he's almost dead. <laughs> it's the creature's turn. <laughs> I didn't like that hit from you, so it's going to attack you. <laughs> so it's going to roll its tentacles whip out at you. And does a dirty 20 hit you? Yeah, I'm only 14 armor class. Yeah. So it does... It does doo -doo, four points of poison damage. And then you need to roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. So So if you click on the uh, under the top left where it says constitution, just click on click the, on the, the plus zero. zero. Yeah. Okay. Uh twenty. Yeah, you passed. Uh, you don't. You're not paralyzed, uh, and you're not poisoned. 
for a minute, so you just took superficial damage. So do I go to my page on D&D Beyond and subtract hit points, or do you keep Yeah, so if you go to your... You click on your hit points there, the left 18. Yeah. Or, or sorry, with the box beside it. That says damage? Yeah, right above it, you put in four. And okay. then click on damage, and it should subtract it. There we go. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, now it's going to try to bite you. Oh, no. It might be worse. <laughs> uh, it's a 16 to hit. Is it what's your I'm, AC? Uh, I'm 14. Yeah, so it's got a equal or better. So it's going to... You're getting your ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> As these mandibles dig into you, they do uh, six points of piercing damage. <laughs> so you got to take that oh. off here. Oh man, I'm down to eight of eighteen. And that's your turn. Yeah. Okay. Uh Stelkorth, you're up. Okay. Uh I'm gonna move. Oh, why is that? I can't Can't go move... through the wall, maybe. One more op- uh more one more north and shoot him with my uh short board. Okay. Bow. Go for it. Or a crossbow. And that's a 19 to hit. That hits. Perfect. Ooh, that's a good damage. That is a 10. 10 points Better of damage. You are uh, you hit it uh, straight in the middle of between its eyes, and it pierces deep into its brain as it reels up, screaming, and lands on its back with its feet wildly uh, moving in the air and finally dies down dead. Yeah! Killed it. Way to go, Stelkorth. So you got this oh. big dead I, creature I, I, on the ground there. I really oh, and high five. High five for me there, <laughs> I have high five back. Okay. Um, I walk to the creature and say, are we... Are you count wanting us to count our arrows or ammo? Uh, you could roll a d twenty or roll, yeah, roll a d twenty to see how many you can retrieve. Like, how many did you fire off? Uh, I think three, four. Yeah, so roll a d twenty. I'll tell you how many are able to be recovered. Just a straight d twenty. Uh, four. Yeah, you're not able to get any arrows. They're all kind of broken off as you pull them out. Okay. Uh, Catherine um, is looking over both of yours wounds, uh, Lucky and Heart. And which one of you guys are, like, where is your your hit points at? I'm at 15. I'm at 14. 14? Out of 20, 20, 21. I'm at 8 out of 18. 15 out of 21. All right. Lucky. Lucky ain't so lucky. Why is he so weak? What the heck? I thought I had a swashbuckling guy. (laughs) You do. Um, (laughs) So she is going to cast a... uh, What is her... Okay. 
He's going to cast a healing word on you. At uh, level one. So she's going to roll for see how many hit points she does for you. Oh, she rolled a one. <laughs> Plus four. So you get five hit points back. Okay. I'll she take heals it. you. Uh, she's going to do it again because she didn't like how crappy that spell came off. <laughs> and you get six more points. Okay. Back to full. All right. Um... She holds up Walt. She holds up two fingers and she kind of uh, looks at um, Stelkorth and Hart and says, ask a question. Like, she could cast it on each of you if you want. She's got two more spell slots to heal. I uh, waved her saying, no, I don't need it right now. Okay. Oh. All right. Uh, so yeah, this creature's just lying on its back in front of you, uh, and you guys are in the courtyard, so. Wait, uh, I talk to Lucky and Hart and say, uh, I need some time to prepare for, it looks like the gods are against us in this quest. Uh, why don't you guys check out the, uh, stage coach house and see if you can find any items. So one thing you guys can do too is, uh, you can take like a... A, ha- a short rest, which I believe is what is mm. a short rest? One d eight plus one, or it's a hit die. Yeah, but I'm just wondering how long is it in actual game time? Is a short rest? Is it an hour? It just says at least yeah, one, one hour, hour long. Yeah, so you take a short le- rest that's at least one hour, and then if you go to your character sheet, you have these uh, hit dice. Uh, where is it? Oh, sorry. Do you just hit? You just hit the short rest. And yeah, you hit the short rest uh, item, and then basically what you can do is you can, like, I'm looking at Lucky's. He's got three one d eight hit dice, and you can choose how many you want to spend. And um, basically, you roll the d eight. Or you, you click one of those boxes to roll one d8, and you take your uh, you take that healing back for that short rest. Okay. So, so I don't know if you guys want to take an hour or if you just want to keep going. But it's basically an hour of doing nothing. Sure. So you let Might me know. As well, if, you, hey? if you guys want to take a short rest and heal up a little bit, then that's your guys' call. You just let me know. What do you guys think? It's up to you guys. I don't need it. (laughs) (laughs) Can afford an hour. I'm still like three quarters. So, can I search the place while they're resting? Yep. You can roll an investigation while they're doing that. So, Troy, you have a D8, one D8 plus one for every hit die. So, if you if you click that short rest button, it'll show you your options. It's got reset maximum HP. You don't. You don't do that. Uh, the one below okay. under cleric. You can choose how many hit dice you want to spend for healing. I would probably just do one for now because you're pretty close to max. And then you click it, okay. and then you take take a short rest, and it should add on your uh, hit points. 
Did it do it? I think I still have to roll the die, though, right? Uh, yeah, it says take a short rest. Does it actually, yeah. did it do anything to your hit points? Uh, no. It didn't. Okay, so then, yeah, you have to roll a, uh, a D8. D8. I thought it would... Uh... Yeah, it looks like it's not working on D&D Beyond. There you go. I'm back to... I'm back up. Okay. Well, I got a seven. A seven, so you're at max. Okay. Oh. And then you just have to click off one of those short rests on the box. I did, yeah. Okay. okay. So there's only so many per um, you day. Get, Is that what happens? Yeah, you, they reset every day. But you guys have to remember, you have 24 hours to complete this mission. Right. So right. there's no long rests unless you want to forego the the full, and you can take whatever, how long you want, and just be right. late. But that's up to you. Or if you have, sorry, you have 24 hours to resurrect them. Doesn't mean you have to be back in 24 hours. Right. 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 Yeah. All right. So, uh, what did you roll for your investigation there, Lucky? Uh, I haven't done it yet. I'll do it right now. Okay. Oh, that's good. I got a 20. Dirty 20. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's um, amazing. That's good. <laughs> yeah. You see buried in the leaves, and actually slightly under the ground, in the dirt, um, you find a small, you brush off the dirt, you find a small little wooden case with a latch on it. This looks like a little rectangular hinged top case buried in the dirt. Would I like to bring that out and open it? Okay. You open it up and inside is uh, it looks like a potion inside of a uh, like a beaker. It's got a red liquid in it. And each of you can roll a, a, an intelligence Insight? check. Just a, sorry, a, a history check, let's say. Or Arcana, okay. either one. History or Your Arcana. pick, depending on how much your bonus is. History or, um, or Arcana. Okay, I don't I don't have Arcana. Actually, you can roll like medicine that. Uh, heart. Oh, okay. You can roll that if you want. All right. Yeah, I got a 20. Yeah, so you know this to be a um, potion of uh, a healing potion. Oh, there you go. Good one. So, probably so it doesn't matter who has the, uh, like, a cleric doesn't have any better. Does a cleric have a better. Um, with a potion, does a cleric have uh, any special bonuses that go with it? Uh, no, it doesn't. It, it's just, it just uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. So lucky under okay. uh, your inventory or mm -hmm. equipment. If you go to your character sheet. Yeah. Okay. You go to manage equipment. Equipment, manage equipment. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> when you click under filter. Yeah. Type in healing potion. Or potion of healing. Okay. And I've got greater, superior, or supreme. Uh, just the regular one. The first one. Oh, the should black be. one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you click right. on add. Okay. And then it okay. should show up in your equipment. 
done. Yep. And then that I think that gives you a 1d4 plus 4 healing when you drink it. Um, if you click on it, uh, if you click on the name in your equipment. Um, I see it here. I just don't see what it does. It's potion of healing and gear. Just hit. Just, just click uh, on the name. Hit the arrow. Yeah. Oh, okay. 2d4 plus 2. There you go. So, uh, when you when you drink it, you can drink it yourself as a bonus action, mm-hmm. or you, if you want to give it to somebody else, it's a full action. Okay. So a bonus action means you can do it, and you still have an action left. Okay. But if you're feeding it to someone else, it takes your full action. So that's how that works. Makes One sense. thing I was thinking from this encounter. Um, my stealth is plus seven. Maybe when there's a door or something, I should open it first. But is that... Yeah, typically a, a rogue or something would sneak above and just kind of sneak in and check things with a, trying yeah. not to be detected or looking for traps. Okay. Yeah, and I'm going to... I'm going to plus one, but I have a... For stealth, but I also have a... a, a I think a disadvantage. Yeah. This thing was hiding in the leaves, waiting for you guys to show up, though. So it was right. prepped. Yeah. I was ugly, that guy. <laughs> We're all good, ready Should to keep go going. Okay, so... While, while we're resting, can I uh, create my cannon? Yeah. Do that. So I take, uh, I rummage through my knapsack and pull out like a mecha- a, little, a little mechanical fox that sits on my shoulder. Oh, cool! Very cool. So you got a big fluffy mechanical tail. <laughs> it's not fluffy, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we continue uh, to the manor? Hi. Yeah. Alright, so at the front steps, the flagstone steps climb to a landing in front of tall wooden doors. The door handles are carved to resemble blooming roses. Iron bars once held these doors shut, but they have been pried loose. The doors hang open, and both doors are covered by faint arcane sigils carved in flowing script on the stone lintel above the door in common is the word bright blossom and you guys can all roll a uh, arcana check okay yeah i got a 20 okay yeah, i got a dirty 20 so everyone who beat a 12, uh, you get the feeling that these are faint sigils were protective runes whose magic has faded or since been dispelled. And Catherine, when you guys do that, she does a an illusory cantrip and he shows, uh, you see a picture or an image of a, a tiefling sorcerer uh, dispelling the arcane wards on the door. And, and Catherine is standing beside this tiefling sorcerer. 
and then you see a picture of Wilhelm von Croft prying open the loose iron bars. And then the, the image dispels. Are you guys going in? Yes. I, I would Lead like the to. way, Tank. All right. So <laughs> I'm going to switch. Oh. To... So it's dark in this. Um, it's very dark in here, uh, in this palace. There's no light source. All the windows are boarded up. Uh, Hart is the only one with dark vision. So he can see pretty good in the dark. Uh, the rest of you guys are human. You can't see very well. So is this where we use like lanterns or candles? If you have them on you, yeah. If you have uh, lanterns or candles and you light them, you tell me if you have it, and I can add a, a light source around you. Um, okay. I have a, a cantrip for light. At will. Okay. So what you could do That's is one object that is no longer than ten feet in any dimension until the spell ends. The object sheds a bright light in a twenty-foot radius and rim rim light for an additional twenty feet. Light can be colored as you like, completing completely covering the object with something opaque blocks the light. The spell ends if you cast it again or dismiss it as an action. So what you could do is, since you see good in the dark, you could cast that light spell on one of your friend's swords or. Yeah. or something sure so it's up to you who you want to do that to uh well, whoever wants it so if if i use stealth does that is stealth used for detecting traps too no uh investigation is used and you have to say i'm looking for traps and then i'll say roll, okay roll an investigation check so do you guys think we should do an investigation first before we go forward we can't see anything. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Other than other than him. So just to give you guys an idea, <laughs> Troy can see a fair bit of this, or a part of this map that you guys just can't see. His vision yeah, goes so quite far. Right now, what I see is just—it's all. It's, I don't see anything in here except for. Now, know, Troy, some... you can move around the front entrance just to get a better perspective, and you could describe oh what you see to them. Okay. Yeah. So, what you see, Troy, just at the at the entrance here. So, chill air from the courtyard flows into a foyer, decorated yeah. with sculpted marble birds and snapdragons. To the north, double doors hang open into a vast dark hall. And then in this foyer, there's side doors on each side to the west and east of the foyer. And what I see is a door. One door is really close to where we're at. And the I'm west door is closed that, and the east door is open. Yeah, the east door is open. Well, for, for stealth, we should probably go into the east door that's open. It'd be easier to sneak in, so to speak, right? Troy, to give you an idea of what the, what the other players say? see, they see about five feet in front of them, like one square. Then it's yeah, I dark. think I should light a lantern. Literally, this is the edge of my 
yep. view. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, know. I, mean, I, see, I see one square. Yeah. It's yeah. pitch black for you guys. How, um, how did you show your how did you show your view there, Oh, I just clicked on the little uh ruler mark on the left. You just ah. drew and then something, a cone. Drew something. How did you do, how did you draw it? Uh, click on the ruler icon to the top left. Okay. And then you can click on a ruler. Yeah. So click on the ruler and then what? Oh, how did you do the cone, actually? I have no idea. It just defaults <laughs> to the cone. <laughs> There's the square. Oh, so uh, right beside the ruler, once you click the ruler, there's like a little arrow, a square, and then like a line. You want to click on the, it's like a less than symbol. And that's the cone template. Oh, there, yeah. So, okay. so Gord, do the different things like a lantern versus a candle, do they shed light? Different further levels of light, shorter? yeah. Okay. Does anyone else have a lantern? I can make a light. So you, you can do a make torch. A light. A, I have yeah. One. Well then, don't, no, like don't don't waste your lantern. Okay. I can. So I I'll go and find a decent sized rock and uh, cast. What's it called? Magic uh, magical tinkering, which is a five foot radius light. All right, five foot. So I'm just showing you guys how That's... far I can see. <laughs> I can see sixty feet. So you have a five foot radius light. So you're gonna throw it in there. I just realized it's only five feet, yeah. <laughs> <I can laughs> which see. is what you have now. You guys, how good is a lantern? You what... Troy, can you how guys see how far I can see? No. no. Oh, you can't even see that. See. Yeah, Troy sees like sixty feet into the. We can see the yeah. number that says sixty feet, but yeah, okay. yeah. So well, what I can do, if show? you guys want to cast the light spell on a person. Then this I can I can change somebody actually has light on them and they can emit light for every excuse me for everybody else. Is your light spell a cantrip or a spell slot? It's a cantrip. Then yeah, cast that on somebody. Um, I gotta cast it on one of the on an item, like your sword or or whatever you. You cast it on Lucky's rapier. Put it on my mustache. Oh, his mustache. <laughs> nice. All right. So that's great. Now, um, Gord, it also has a hit DC uh, dexterity ten. Does that mean? Uh, sorry, what? It has a uh, on the spell. Uh, you know, so time is one A, range is touch, and then oh, that's it, for somebody who doesn't want it cast on him. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you got bright light for twenty feet, and dim light up to forty feet. Yeah. There you oh, go. That made a difference. Lucky. So when that you is... move around, uh, you, the light will. Sh show wherever you are but if you leave the other guys 
they'll be left in darkness. Okay. Except for me. Just... Except for you, Troy. So Wait. before I go in further, does someone want to do an investigation to see if there's any traps? Sure. Uh, Which way do we my... want to go? There's a door to the left and an open door to the right. Uh, let's do you want to scout the right door. I agree. So Gord shouldn't he be able to see right into there now? Uh, well, you're standing in the doorway, yeah. So what you see is uh, this looks like a guard room. There's a rack with a few rusting pikes and shields stand against the east wall of this small dusty room. A window in the south wall has been bricked shut. On a side table rest playing cards and a few small stack of coins. Well, let's get the coins. Um, but sneak in? There, you see uh, uh, three skeletons in rotting uh, kind of armor and livery. They lie sprawled, sprawled on the floor, their hands locked around each other's throats. <laughs> or, or sorry, that was two skeletons. And... Um, and a third skeleton sits on a chair against the south wall a wine bottle in its lap is there anything that can be that can hide under anything in there Kevin I mean lucky well I'll do an investigation do I need to Gord Uh, sure you could roll an investigation Twenty-one. Yeah, so you look under the uh, desk, you don't see anything. Um, you open the door, and behind the door is a fourth skeleton. And it's pinned to the inside of the door by a broken pike. So it's actually just kind of like up on the door, pinned to the door. Okay. Uh, through its ribcage. Well, I'm going to grab the coins and leave that room. Okay. Now, hang on a sec, though. Before you do that, um, if so, yeah, that pike would like likely be have been thrown by one of the other guys. To there's nothing in there that would you know automatically shoot something at you if you're rushing in. Well, I, the investigation, you did an investigation didn't you didn't see it was tra- the investigation would okay. reveal traps. Go get too. it then. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so I'm leaving the room. Uh, sorry, what are you doing? You're grabbing something? Grabbing the coins and leaving the room. Coins, okay. So as you touch the coins, all four skeletons uh, animate into life. <laughs> <laughs> Around you. Uh, you hear the oh. one behind the uh, door squirming, kind of stuck up on the door. <laughs> uh, we're going to run in. We're going to roll initiative. Who does that? All of us at the same time? All of you. Yeah. yeah. Stelgorth. Oh, that's just a. That's just a. What is that? Oh, it's, a 20? Uh, yeah, roll a d20 and then add your. Uh, you just click on your uh, initiative bonus uh, right in the oh, middle the of the page, bonus. right beside okay. your armor class. Okay. And it should yeah. give you a roll. Okay, I got a 14. That's 14 What's your 
intelligence or uh, your dexterity. Mine um, is. Who's mine? Yeah, no, the guy that rolled fourteen. My, I that was mine, and that's seventeen dexterity. Yeah, yeah. If uh, you guys fourteen tie, too. If you tie, the higher dexterity person goes first. You got a fourteen. Yeah, yeah but I go good. second. Okay. I got a nineteen. Nineteen. But my dexterity is twelve. Okay. I also have. Mm-hmm. Stealth is a disadvantage. But I can we try something? Can I run out of the room and shut the door? Uh, on that, your turn, you how can. do we do? But this? there's gold in there. The, the gold is in his hands now. He grabbed it, oh. but uh, oh. the uh, coins were cursed to bring the skeletons to life as soon as somebody touched the, or tried to take the treasure. Yeah, let's just try so you actually in. got so three. Troy, if I'm going to try to close the door, you have to make sure you don't come in. That's right. <laughs> okay. So on your turn, you can move or do whatever. But right now, you have to wait. Uh, Hart, you're up first. You hear this moaning and uh, creaking coming from uh, bones creaking coming from this room that Lucky just walked into. Maybe and Lucky little... is still in the room. And so you guys can actually, as a free action, talk to each other like. Get in there, or, or watch out. There's stuff in here. You can you can talk to each other as a free action at any time. Well, I'm I just going to say, go ahead, Kemp. I I just think uh, if we can get out of there and shut the door, that'd be great. And I don't really want to be in there in that small space with them anyway. So they don't know yeah. there's anything wrong in there. They just know you went in there. Huh. Right. So unless you say. There's skeletons in here or something. They won't know. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Hey, guys, there's skeletons. I want to run out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hart, it's your turn. You're up first. Uh, um, I just move into a defensive position and by, by the door to close it. Uh, inside the foyer? Yeah. Because... Okay. Because Lucky's in the room, right? Yeah. You don't want to close yeah. the door and lock him in there? I uh, know. <laughs> but I want to be in. I want to be positioned such that I can close the door as he's running out the door. Sure. All right. So if you want to move your guy okay. next to the door, you can. There you oh, you're still on the uh, the measuring. You got to click the uh, person, the top left icon. Yeah. And then it, then you can move them. Are you guys all engineers? Uh, Becker, I actually don't know what you are. I'm an uh, engineer. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, all <laughs> all those lines and stuff are very engineering to me. Yeah. So Troy, you have to uh, click on the icon under the anvil at the top left with the head and the shoulders. Yeah. Then you can move them. Oh, okay. I I did move them one to move them right in front of the doorway. Is that reasonable? You want so that he can get past still. Yeah, and, and you can, can see the these skeletons, so you back. could actually attack one if you wanted as an action. It's up to you, or or you can hold an action, saying if something. So to hold an action, you have to give a trigger, yeah. and then what you're going to do. So you say, you can hold an action, saying when Lucky runs out of the room, I'm closing the door, and that's your held action. Okay, perfect. 
That's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. All right. Uh, skeleton number one. Which one is that? So this skeleton is right to the south of you. Uh, they're lucky he is going to attack you uh, with a short sword. And he rolls, ooh, a natural 20. <laughs> so that okay. means he doubles his damage dice. Ooh, that's not good. And so he rolls for eight points of piercing damage. Oh. So does that mean it's 16? No, that's the total, eight points. So oh, what okay. I did is uh, okay. if it's, he had 1d6 plus two of damage, so I yeah. changed it to 2d6 plus two of damage. That's when you when you get a critical, like a roll of 20, you just double the dice that you roll for damage. And that's uh, that skeleton's turn. Uh, second so. skeleton. He's going to take a swing at you too. With his short sword. Oh, that's a 19. <laughs> Not having a good day. Uh, and that's for... Uh, four points of piercing damage. You're lucky. It's your turn, Lucky. Okay. Well, Lucky is going to run out of there. So what you could so, do is bonus action, or you can disengage, then nobody gets an opportunity to attack on you. Okay. Because if you just what run out, they'll, they'll, you'll get two guys taking a swing at you. Okay. I'll so, disengage. Okay. And then you can move up. You might as well move your maximum number of feet. So this door then closes. Now, do you want to move away? Yeah, I probably should move away enough so that if there's anything else in the area, I'm not going to get hit. I think that's my maximum distance right there. It was 30 feet, wasn't it? Yeah. That's the maximum in a move? Uh, 30 feet, yeah. There, I just added a door. So, uh, Hart closes the door. I guess you're holding it shut. And you hear yeah. these uh, moaning in the room behind the door. Uh, Lucky, that's your turn. Stokorth, what are you doing? I'm going to walk into this room Oops. and figure out what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> All you heard was skeletons and you see a heart holding a door closed. So I, he, he's holding the door closed. Yep. Do I know where uh, Troy went? Uh, Kevin? You saw him running out yeah. the door. He's in the courtyard with Catherine. 
Oh, okay, I see him now. Um, yeah, I, I'll uh, ready my uh, bow, and if they're, I'll uh, hold my action for if anyone comes in range of me. Okay. Right. So I held action. Uh, the skeleton that you guys can't see anymore. It's gonna go over to the door. And it's going to roll a strength check to see if it can open the door. Troy, you need to try to roll an opposed strength check to see, athletics check to see if you can keep the door shut. Go athletic? Athletics. Dirty 20. Yeah, this thing rolled a 2. So the, the door <laughs> handle just wiggles a little bit, but there's no. It's not. There's no pull on it at all. <laughs> you have no problem keeping it held. No shut. traction on those bones. No. And uh, the other skeleton that was piked to the back of the door, uh, it's going to try and disengage itself from the door. Um, and you you hear it kind of jump, fall off the door, and fall to the floor. All right, uh, Catherine, she's just going to hang out outside because she doesn't want any part of that. Hart, you're up. You're holding this door for your dear life. And you hear moaning on the other side. Looking to see if I got a rope. Are you going to continue holding the door or what? Well, I'm looking to see. Do any of us have a rope? Oh, yeah. I know. We shall have ropes, yeah. We all sh should have a rope. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I want to take a rope and tie it to something. And tie the handle to something and then yeah, just so get on out. The, on the southwest corner of that foyer, and it's kind of on each corner of the foyer, there's kind of a like a pilaster, kind of a decorative pilaster. You could wrap the rope around and then tie it to the door handle of the of the door. Yeah. And uh, you could, you're gonna have to let go of the door though. Um, so you you could tie the door shut, uh, yeah. but you gotta try to keep the door shut with one hand while you're tying, or have someone else try to tie it for you. How do you want to do that? You tell me how you want to do it. The um. Are you going to let go of the door handle while you're tying it up? No. Because it can just slip on real fast if some we have. I yeah, so you can ask someone to help you or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys down with that? Just lock them in and carry on? Yeah, yeah lock them in. I bet the tinker could make something. Probably. All right. To keep them. Keep it closed. So that could be your yeah. your saving, you your, like, saving your. I bet the tinker could make that lock just fix in place. Mm, that's probably true too. You want to try that, Becker? You could roll in a. Uh, um, can I check with that? That would be your move. So it's either that, or we just, or like you get you to give you know, you know grab a rope, throw it on the lock while I'm while I'm holding it. Uh, what would your check be there? Uh, what is your proficient in, Becker? Your character. 
So proficiency, where you see the dark dot around each check, that means you're proficient in it. And your proficiency modifier is added to that as well as your... Yeah. Like, that's how that works. So sorry, what are you proficient in? In Arcana, Deception, Insight, Perception, Persuasion, and Stealth. Okay, why don't you roll an Arcana check to see if you can tinker this lock. Because there is a lock there. Uh, 15? 15. You, uh, you kind of work your tools in there and you kind of quickly build something or, or try to jam it in there and get this lock closed and you, th you hear a click. You're not sure if it's working or not. <laughs> but you do hear a click. Uh, uh, I say to heart, I think I got it. Maybe let go and let's see if it holds. Um, why wouldn't I try it? Just test it myself. Yeah, you could do that. Not using a whole lot of strength, just you know, regular, regular uh, twist on the doorknob. Yeah, you. It's not turning. Okay, we're done. Nice job. Wait, nice make job. sure you grab your rope. Right. Well, that's that's good, actually. Um, Troy, take take some inspiration there for coming up with the oh. avoiding a battle. So on your character okay. sheet, uh, it's an inspiration uh, right beside your hit points to the left. There's an empty box. Yeah. And just click on it. Now I just click it. Yeah. And it should show okay. uh, just like it just basically ticks it. Good idea. So anytime show? you roll a d20, uh, you get a d6 that you can add, use your, spend your inspiration to add to any roll, d20 roll. Oh, okay. Uh, at any time. But once you've done oh. it, then the inspiration is gone. Okay. Okay, well, may we all have great inspiration. Will, you know, that, because I'm the Arcana, will, will grant it to Odin's, uh, uh, just blowing something down at me. How's that sound? Yeah. I don't. I don't recognize your voice. There's no accent. What? <laughs> right. Right. It was brilliant. And lucky. Yes. Uh, you got three gold pieces. Okay. Want to add them to your? Uh, nice. Well, I'm. I'd like to Eight. share them. I'd like to add one to each person. Okay. Well, no, you, got, you, you keep got it. More I've got more than you do. You, there's more here. This too. There's, so, so there's three gold, and you can pool okay. money. Right. You guys can. Okay. Uh, so you got three gold, uh, eleven silver, and thirty-five copper pieces, and you three got gold. a playing card set. I did. Yep. Well, it was on there. It was kind of underneath the coins, and so you just kind of grabbed everything all oh. at once. Okay. And where do I put that? Uh, it just goes into your inventory. Okay. So at the search bar, just playing cards. Uh, yeah. You go under manage equipment. And if you just type playing cards, uh, it might have to be a custom item. I can add it to your, your thing later. It's not a big deal. I'll oh, add there it, to it is. Playing later. card set. It's right there. Oh, did you find it? Yep. Oh, perfect. Then just add that. Got it. 
All right. Uh, you still hear scrap sc scraping on the door and some uh, movement behind you here, movement behind the door, but seems to be holding. These are not strong skeletons. And the rope is Beauty. tied tightly, kind of. Uh, now, we didn't use all 50 feet of that either, by the way. Yeah. You didn't That's cut it, did you? That's not a great line. What's that? Yeah, of course we did, because we were going to leave it behind, right? Uh, well, yeah, if you want to cut some of it, you can, but... You would have cut it after you tied it, though, right? You, you have 50 you feet it. of rope, and then there's a coil at the bottom of the, uh, of the uh, column that you tied it to in the southwest corner of the foyer. Yeah, was that... Okay, so should I remove the rope from my pack? Uh, if you're going to leave it there, or if you're going to cut it. Yeah, I'm going to cut it. Okay, so that is... I would say you just used up 20 feet of rope, so you have 30 feet of rope. Well, just, just remember you have 30 feet. Okay. All right. You guys are uh, out of combat. What would you like to do? Well, I need some sustenance or something because I'm at 8 of 18. That's getting kind of low, right? That's getting a little low. So does eating do much or is that... Uh, no, Eating just kind of keeps you alive, but uh, you have to take a short rest, which you've already done. You can't take more than... Well, I guess you could take one. You got a young lady that can give you some healing right now, yeah. too, though, right? Or do Catherine. I use that potion later? It's up to you. The potion uh, is kind of instant healing right away. I mean, what do you guys think? It. Should I save it or use it right now? I think now? you should save, you should save the... He the, the um, save the, it for emergency while you're in combat. When you need it. Yeah. Okay. And Cause that's just a, is it even a turn? It's not even a turn for him, is it? Um, so the young woman, we should ask her to heal me. Yeah, uh, she's just going to do that healing word. What did you say, Gord? That that uh, potion, if he drinks it himself, it doesn't cost him a move, but he he gives it yeah, to somebody you can, else. You can drink it yourself as a bonus action, mm -hmm. so it means you still have your action and movement. Yeah. But if you feed yeah. it to like an unconscious party mm -hmm. member, that's a full action. And you can like force it down his throat. But right. seeing as seeing as uh, Kevin, you're the one with the lowest hit points. Hang on to it, and then if you need it, you can take it any time, even in the midst of battle. Right. Mm -hmm. All right, you got six hit points back. Okay, hit points back. Where do you guys so, want to go tell? Uh, we usually try to stop right around now. I don't know. Did you guys just want to okay. check out the yeah, other I room think... and then call that? It's up to you guys. I'm probably getting pretty close, but if you guys want to play a bit longer, I could, but pretty close to now. Um, more One more set of actions and call it? Sure. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Quick question, Gord. Yeah. When I play, um, sorry, you got uh, some... eight points of healing, not six. Oh, okay, it's a little better. 
Yeah. Um, how fast do we level up in this? Like, how does that work? Uh, I do milestone. So basically, when you guys have completed a mission, or usually what you do is you you fight stuff or you accomplish missions, you get experience points. I yeah. don't like doing that. I basically just say you've done this and this and this, go up a level. Oh, okay. So it's just more of okay. a a call on my side. So yeah, sounds good. Okay, I think I, I think I healed myself too much. I think I'm at sixteen. No, oh, that's good. Change that. <laughs> So, so you got eight. You had eight, and you just got eight. So that would be sixteen. Yeah, sixteen of eighteen. Man, I didn't know my guy was so wimpy. Bit disappointing. <laughs> you guys okay. want to check out this next room, or do you want to continue into yeah. the open foyer? I tend to like to kind of clear things out as we go so we got nothing coming and sneaking in behind us. That's just me. Okay. How about you guys? Yeah, that's, that's a that's good idea. Good. Who's going to go in? Um, I want to go into stealth. I'll move out of the way. Or can you see, though, if you go in? Because you cast that spell I guess. On so you can also listen to oh, doors yeah. before you open them, or, you know, there's things like that yeah. you can do. Yeah, I guess it's it's dark, right? So um, I'm going to just go up to the door and, yeah, just stick my ear to it and see what I can hear on the other side. Okay, roll a perception. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. So you, sounds like you hear pen on paper like somebody writing on on a letter mm. I th and I uh, speak to everyone and say I think there's somebody in here what do you hear I hear I, I just hear a uh, pen on paper like somebody's writing on parchment hmm. I think wizards right away yeah that's what I think too yeah I don't want that thing coming out the door and, and attacking us. <laughs> should I try to should I try to stealth in there? Yeah, yeah. Let's try that. Give us some uh, vision. So, uh, That'd be great. Okay. okay Roll the so, stealth check for me, then, uh, Lucky. Okay. So what? How this would work is you Ooh, would peek, pretty... you would crack open the door and just peek in. Yeah, that was a really bad roll. I've got plus seven. <laughs> I can roll a three, so I've got ten. Oh, all right. <laughs> ten altogether. It's going to move you out of the way. Oh, there. I'm... oh, okay. I can't be in the same spot. Oop. No, no, you got to move out of the way there. So oh, okay. you, you, you try to crack open the door, and a wind kind of picks up, and it just blows the door open. <laughs> and it's a small dusty room it's shrouded in cobwebs uh, there's a rotting cadaver wearing moldering purple livery sits behind a splintered mahogany desk he is has a pen that's writing on a letter but there's no ink left in it he's just writing nothing on the wall behind the desk is a row of pegs an old grey cloak hangs from one of them also on that wall is a placard with several keys attached to it Above each mm -hmm. key is a small label. Mm. 
And this creature, uh, he looks like uh, he's an undead porter. And uh, let me just uh, show him to you. Doesn't quite look like that, but um, he looks like basically someone who works at a hotel or a porter, but dead <laughs> and rotting. Uh, he looks up at you and uh, he says in a dignified voice, Welcome to Bright Blossom. May I see your invitation? Okay. Well, I think I should try uh, Persuasion on this guy because I've got plus four Persuasion. Yeah. And and he's uh, seen you. He's seen me. What do you want to say to him? Because depending on what you want to say, I may give you advantage or disadvantage or whatever. Well, guys, what do you think? I was thinking I would say we're we're guests and uh, I'd like to get my keys. <laughs> sure. Yep. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay, All right. Roll? Uh, roll. Roll a persuasion check. Twenty-three. Nineteen <laughs> plus four. Twenty-three. Wow. You are smooth. <laughs> um. <laughs> he looks at you. So, oh well. Uh. Sorry. You said you're leaving. Or or uh, or just arriving. Just we're checking in. Okay. Um, and he. Uh, can can you say where? Uh, which which uh, which reservation are you under? What what is your name? What was the name of the queen? The, Valentine? No. Van. What were their last names? Whatever Van those Thor? people are. Yeah, yeah. Van Thorne. Are you telling That's me? That's our name. <laughs> Van, Van Thorne. Van Thorne? The Van Thorns. Doesn't ring a bell, but uh, it seems like our documents are in a little disarray here. Um, have you Have you been to Bright Blossom before? No, no, we haven't. Tell me more about it. Oh, well, um, first of all, uh, do you want to check your coats? Uh, and he offers a little crumbling, brittle coat check card. Nick, he he's kind of holds it out to you. No, that's okay. I'm a bit chilly right now. Okay. Um, yeah, he can provide you uh, directions to any location on the ground floor. Uh, we uh, have lavish amenities here. It's uh, We have a music room. We have a observatory, an aviary, an aviary, a library, some revitalizing baths, and a grand ballroom. Does he have a map for us? No, unfortunately, I I, I don't have a map. It's it's all within here. You you're free to explore. It's a very small room, isn't it? Oh, this is just my <laughs> office here. I'm. Uh, this is where I work. Have you have you seen many guests lately? Um, no, I haven't seen any for a long, long time. You haven't <clears throat> seen a young man come check in? Maybe a couple of weeks ago, I thought I heard something out in the foyer, but 
<laughs> Nobody came through the door. Okay. I use insight to tell if he's lying or not. Sure, roll an insight check. Seven. It's hard to read. Got no uh, flesh on his bones to really kind of give away any That's tells. fair enough. <laughs> uh, I, what's our young lady doing? She's kind of staying in the corner there. She's she's kind of peeking through around the corner as you're talking to this thing. Right. She's nervous. Um. So you said there's keys in here. Yes, there's Lots of keys? Uh, three keys. Uh, and can then... I? Sorry. Can I practice a sleight of hand and try to take them? Why don't I just ask for them first? Okay. Good. Good. What do you guys think? Should we ask for the keys, all of them? And you said, yeah. You so, said that we've got access to everything, right? To, to give you guys an idea too, if if you guys are asking, making plans or asking opinions, yeah, you got to assume you're doing it out loud, and that other people can hear you. Right. So uh, just also, going well, I, just going I, forward, I, just just understand that if you're saying, "Should we kill this guy?" It's going to be like, "Huh?" <laughs> okay. So <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it yeah. needs to be like I'm imagining that I'm having a conversation but, with him, and I need to tell you what I want to do. You could step out of the room and close the door and say, "I'll be right back," and, and then discuss stuff. That that's also a possibility. Okay. Yeah, because well, we're so, outside actually, so your friends are waiting for you outside. Well, since I'm in here, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him since my persuasion was so good if I can have the keys. So um, should I roll that again? Just one sec. Just reading about that. Uh, which he says, uh, which key would you like? Uh, we have uh, the music room, the Avery, and the library. And he looks uh, for a fourth key for the ballroom. And he's, where is it? He's mortified to discover it's missing. And he apologizes. But he says, I do have keys to the music room, Avery, and library. Where did that key go for the, for the ballroom? Well, sir, I would keenly like to see all three of those rooms. Very interested and would, wouldn't want to bother you, you know, with your writing that you're doing. So I wouldn't want to have to come back and ask for the others. So could I just take all three for now? Sure. Yeah. Just make sure you return them. And uh, he provides you three keys for the music room, the Avery and the library. Thank you kindly, sir. And I'm going to leave the room. Um, what's your uh, passive perception? Actually, I think I have it here. So passive, if you look on your left side of your uh, character sheet, just yeah. under your ability scores, there's passive yeah. perception, passive investigation, and passive insight. So what that does uh -huh. is it kind of tells you, like, passive perception is how you how good are you at noticing things without okay. doing an actual check, saying I want to look around the place it's more like you're strolling by and then you see something glittering on the ground or something like that so so if you're observant sort of thing if, yeah, exactly uh okay. and passive intelligence is like investigation where hey i think i saw maybe a trap or something and, and insight okay. is you could passively say i think he's lying so those are things okay. where you're not actively doing those things but just yeah 
Oh, so we don't have to roll for any of that? Exactly. So I, w I would just need to know what's your passive intelligence or perception, and then you might see something that you would normally wouldn't have wouldn't be looking for. So my perception is 11. Passive yep. perception is 11. Yep, I saw. Oh, you've got all that stuff there, I guess. I do, yeah. So we shut the door? Uh, if you please, yes. I have, uh, I have a bunch of work to do. I write, I lots of letters to write. All right. Well, Lucky's feeling good about that. Hi. <laughs> you feeling lucky? Yeah, I. Yeah. Lucky. Good. Well, why don't we uh, stop the game there? Thank you for joining us on this short adventure episode of The Secrets of the Blind Palace. We would also like to thank our perilous partner, Describe. Describe is a fantastic website database resource for DMs, providing searchable professional written descriptions of things such as items, areas, spells, creatures, and much more. Also consider joining Perilous Pursuits as a Patreon member for additional perks and exclusive content. For more information about Describe, including special offers, our Patreon link, and to check out some of our other adventures, go to www.perilouspursuits.com.